No, I can't. Skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh, skirt. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> I can do it if I, like, I practice never, it first. I would never, never do it, but I, that was a good one. Oh. Oh, did you, did you get oh wait, like are you already recording it? Did you get a <laughs> Oh, I did it. Oh, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I'm not doing that mouth noise again. <laughs> But anyway, welcome to Apocalypse Now, a podcast dedicated to ending, if not preventing altogether, the podcast in which we currently live. My name is Sean, and we're coming to you from the Fortress of Seanitude in beautiful Hampshire County in western Massachusetts. And it is the second day of summer when we're recording this. Um, again, I don't know how many episodes we've released or not. We've already recorded a whole bunch of them, but um, since we record them... At this point, Evan, it seems like seven or eight at a time, and then I'm just like, hey, Evan, edit these. Okay, yeah, Evan's making... All right, yeah, this is why you're not a traditional producer, because you started to do traditional hand signals, and it just went way overboard. Anyway, that's our inside baseball in this. Um, Should we tell him about the thing that he said? Uh, five and a quarter. I think it's fine. Should we make him redo the? Like, should we make him redo the intro because you said that we lived in a podcast? <laughs> I did. <laughs> like in the podcast in which we currently live. <laughs> All right. Evan just didn't tell you. I was like dying. I was like, cut it, and he's like, no. It's just like this now. Okay. Welcome to Podcastalist Now, a podcast where we podcast about podcasts. Shantany Hand Tanner. Podcaster, podcastalationist. Oh, wow, this is really promising. All right, Evan, we're clearly going to include this in the podcast somewhere, but I'm going to try this again. Um, welcome to Apocalypse Now, a podcast about. Ending, if not preventing, the apocalypse in which we currently live. My name's Sean, and we're coming to you from beautiful Hampshire County in western Massachusetts on the second day of summer when people cannot talk. Or just me. Um, but yeah, it is the second day of summer. Um, second longest day of the year, or tied for second longest day of the year. Um, and yeah, so... We've recorded a bunch of episodes, as I was talking about with Evan, before we started recording, or when we were recording, and um, I don't know how many have been released at this point, but we did just get back from Bonnaroo, and um, we did have to cut our podcast recording short, um, partially because no one was listening to us, and we were out in the parking lot because we didn't buy tickets, but also because Cardi B threw a bottle at Courtney's head, and... Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that was, you know, like, man, that was, that was, yeah, like, that was kind of messed up. And I mean, we, I had to get 32 stitches, and my insurance won't cover it, so it would be great if you could... Help me with that. All right, we're going to start um, a GoFundMe for Courtney's 32 Stitches uh, You can take a fund. picture if you want. They had to shave down my part of my scalp. so. Uh-huh, yeah, that must have been a, a huge issue with you and your hip millennial hair. You know, I have it shaved the way I want, and it did, you know? It cut into my sweet, sweet fade. 
All right, you know, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> it doesn't, like, the thing is, like, it doesn't look bad either. Well, so. it looks pretty badass, honestly. So yeah. I feel like after that happened, I now have more street cred. I mean, you do. I hey, mean, if Cardi B throws a bottle at you, you must be some kind of bad bitch. Like, you have, like, you have Franklin Street and Westfield Street cred. <laughs> Which, for those of you who aren't from the very small geographical area in which we're referencing... Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, first of all, congratulations on your wife. You managed uh, to avoid most of this. Second that. of all, it's, it's like, you know, moderate street cred. Uh, you know, in terms of the town that we grew up in, it was probably the most street. Yeah. But it was the most rough and tumble area yeah. of Westfield. Pretty, pretty suburban town. Yeah, which however. means yeah, a lot of people were doing oxy and that sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so up top, and I was gonna have this, you know, be more sculpted and introduce you guys later. But honestly, I probably shouldn't have brought up Bonnaroo if I didn't want that to happen. Well, you know, I thought we weren't gonna talk about it on this podcast, but like, we might as well. Well, it's just you decided not to press charges, and now. All right, guys. I'm not going to be known as that bitch who sued Cardi B. But now you know. Everyone loves Cardi B. But now you know that, like, that, like, some lady who, like, supposedly was sleeping with Offset, that rapper gentleman from the Migos. um, Skirt. Skirt. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Skirt. All right. So, anyway, um, let's skip my opening rant. Really? Yeah. You love ranting. All right. Good point. Uh, no, let's skip it. It'll kill the momentum. Um, speaking of momentum killers, uh, I need to introduce my other members of the podcast. We have uh, producer Evan, who is... Oh, he's waving. He's waving. That's right. That's good. Courtney, good boy. Yeah. That's Courtney, how you, you missed it. all the awesome producer signals Evan was shooting at me. He is such a pro. He is I'll a, tell you. He's a pro. Oh, producer Evan God, is waving. I hated this one. Anyway, speaking of momentum gaining... Woo! My co-host, Courtney Parker. Because I'm on speed. She's on speed. <laughs> Apparently, we're recording this podcast in 1968. Yeah, we're doing lots of speed now. Doing lots of speed. These, these days. These Riding days. motorcycles around, taking advantage of the few social services we still have before they got destroyed. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Drag races forever. Drag races. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm the one that, that does the flag. Yeah. At the beginning. And I'm... Uh, they always get a pretty girl to do the flag. That's me. And I'm the guy from Rebel Without a Cause who's not James Dean. Who's that again? I believe it is character actor Rip Torn. Is that true? No. Okay. I'm almost positive it's not. <laughs> I don't know who that any of those people are. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, not I know who James who Dean Rip- is. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, James Dean. <sighs> All right. I just want to let everyone on the podcast know that I was going to make a joke about how there's a porn star named James Dean, but I'm not going to. So, uh, because you're showing this, such restraint. This is like, I kind of want to rebrand this as a family podcast. Uh, that is a terrible idea. I, mean, I definitely wouldn't have never signed up for that. I mean, I'm only on my third beer. Oops. Courtney is beer? only on her, um, first amplified beer. Mm-hmm. Which she made. I tried to, I tried to open it away from the mic, so Evan will have to give us some feedback. Yeah, but you also works. did it under the table where there would be. There was maybe some reverberation. Reverberation. Also dreaming. Dreaming. Under the table and dreaming <laughs> I don't remember the rest of that song. That's not good. I don't know what song that is, but that's it was uh so that's uh the Dave Matthews band. Oh god. 
Let's Often definitely, is. definitely spend more time talking about DMB. Again, this is a family podcast now. We so can we get Evan over here. I bet talk- he has some oh. stuff to say. Well, I mean, is it nope. going to be... Evan says no. no Evan's Evan says not a no fan. DMB. All right, Evan, this let me ask like you this. This is like a cage match thing, right? It's like, Fish versus Dave Matthews Band. Who will win? Oh. oh. All right, Evan, let me ask you this. Dave Matthews Band or Hootie and the Blowfish? <gasps> Oh, he went with the hoot. Darius Rucker style. <laughs> I mean, I think we can all agree that Dave Matthews Band has probably more accomplished musicians than Hootie and the Blowfish. But like, yeah, I still choose Hootie too. Yeah, no, I do because they write songs that aren't annoying and kind of rapey sometimes. Well, actually. <laughs> oh no! Oh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, maybe not rapey, but definitely their their stuff's pretty annoying. I mean, yeah. I Wait, no, no, not Hootie. <laughs> Dave Matthews. I know, they're both annoying is what I'm saying. Well, they are, but, you know, Crash Into Me is kind of rapey. Mm. That song is weird. Yeah, not it's weird. And I've it's never been a fan. I always thought it was weird. Oddly beloved. Yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I kind of liked it for a second. So, speaking of music. Hack up your skirt a little more and show, and show your world, world to me. me. Like, it just doesn't. Oh, he says hike up. That so makes more sense. Not hack up. You're not hacking up a skirt. And it's just <laughs> like a skirt he's. Vi- it- <laughs> I feel like I've already <laughs> lost control of my own podcast. Oh God. All because we did a bunch of speed before doing it, and then of course I we- told you you would like it. Well, yeah, but then I did like a bunch of quaaludes so that I wouldn't be so hopped up anymore, and now I'm like somewhere in the middle, and I don't know how I feel about it. Sounds weird, but like, also, why didn't I get any quaaludes? I mean, I have two left. One of them is differently colored than the other one because quaaludes haven't been around since like the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't get them. No, anymore. no, like, you can't get quaaludes unless you know some asshole from like the 70s is like, hey, is I got these. If we can get some PCP, we'll have the 90s trifecta. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. And we're just all going to, like, fight each other in the streets till the cops show up. I'm talking about all kinds of drugs. Angel dust. Oh, God. Not this. Courtney, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is the second reference to that song you've made on this I'm podcast. I'm always thinking about it. Oh. I'm always just thinking about that time Joe Cocker talked a bunch about it. PCP <laughs> in a song. Well, yeah, it's Joe Cocker. <laughs> he was doing, like, all right. This is, first of all, true fact. By the way, we're not even in the actual podcast yet. I'm still technically introducing it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like we're not... I mean, like, Joe Cocker was on Angel Dust when he recorded Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong. And the song was originally supposed to be called Love to Love You. And he was just hopped up on Angel Dust so much that he was like, you know, it's just fuck it. You know what? All right, you know. Wait, yeah. you know, I was just thinking, like, why that. is that song? Because I don't think I've like listened to the original version that much, and I was like, this song sounds really familiar because it was in Moulin Rouge. I think they used it in Moulin Rouge. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, yeah. So summer started yesterday, Woo! and uh, we're dedicating this entire podcast to the summer. The best season of all time. That's not autumn. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, shit. There's a riff now, isn't there, in the podcast? Ooh, but, you know, I didn't agree to that second part of the song. Well, I did. And this is my podcast. Shoot. It's why the podcast is called <laughs> Sean Presents for Apocalypse Now. <laughs> a podcast for the podcast in which we currently live. Too soon. 
Too soon. Too soon. Podcast gate. I'm still feeling pretty raw about that. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so summer is an odd time because for me personally, summer was a really solitary time because I didn't have a lot of friends when I was younger. So I spent a lot of summer alone. I spent a lot of summer watching Comedy Central and you know, daytime TV and that sort of thing until I got older and had a job and then I still did that, but, you know. So it's just, I have mixed feelings about summer. Also, because I sunburn easily and um, editorial note, I'm fat, so I sweat all the time. And, and it's just, summer is something where, like, I love, you know, it being warm and not cold or weird and rainy or full of pollen even though that's what summer is now but at the same time it's i find it generally uncomfortable and at the end of summer i'm kind of like i'm good for this to be done about as much as i am winter i'm all about summer i wish it lasted all year round i love stepping outside and not having to wear that much clothes and just walking around and the sun is so nice on my face and then i go into the grocery store and i'm freezing and i wish i had a parka because I always forget that even though it's warm outside, everybody else keeps their stuff real cold. And everywhere else is like 65. <laughs> so I enjoy being outside. But maybe I'm, you know, I'm a little frivolous. I mean, no one's going to argue that at all. <laughs> but, I, you know, I love going barefoot. What about that? I hate wearing shoes and socks. I... My feet always get really dirty and or I step on something. That's just what happens when you go barefoot. You just have dirty feet. But you also you toughens them up. You know, you get them real hard. You really got to toughen that skin up by, like, walking on boiling hot concrete. It boils. It boils. It's, it's liquid. All right. Yeah. So, again, referring <laughs> back to Piping Courtney hot. and I's respective Westfield, Massachusetts upbringing, they did have newly laid boiling concrete <laughs> often on our streets in Westfield. Which would just basically dry into the potholes that were already there. And sometimes you would dry into them. Yes. And that was the challenge. Yeah. Like Getting there's your feet this, out of the concrete was Again, boiling. there's this weird there's thing burning. that no one talks about where 15 children died after they were stuck in the concrete by Abner Gibbs School in Westfield. And they just paved over them and put up a parking lot. You know that how the old song goes. Yep. They paved Abner Gibbs and put up a parking lot. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, I thought it was... You make me feel like dancing. I want to dance the night away. This is our musical episode. It is. You know what? I was going to make this like a summer episode, but I'm pretty sure we're at a point where we can just put this full on into music. Yeah. So we're talking about summer music. Remember Hey Ya? Everyone loves that song. Well, yeah, but that came out in like February. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... I, I wasn't talking about summer music. I was, I was just going with a music-themed podcast. But, Here are some songs people like. Don't stop believing. Did you just take my theme of summer and we're like, no, 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 that is way too specific. We need to make this broad. People like music, TV, movie, music. There we go. The national anthem. Of where? <laughs> huh? Huh? Um, I actually like Oh Canada better. Oh Canada is pretty solid. It's way easier to sing. Yeah, ours is just a weird set of like intervals. I don't know and it's why they like, would do that. I'm in jail, <laughs> the but there's war outside. <laughs> yeah, our national anthem is terrible. Like, it's, it's not even like singing. good like nationalist national anthems. Like, it's just like, I was stuck in jail one time in an inconsequential <laughs> war. 
And then I saw some fireworks. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like that's, that's actually it. Verse. I have to edit out this treason. Oh, treason. Evan, you know that we have a full treason rule on this podcast. We, we had the where we just keep all the treason in. Like treason it's, agreement. It's 2019, Evan. Masks off. Just treason full treason. Reason for I the treason. treason. All reason, right. Yeah, summer is treason season. And the reason for the season is treason. Thank God no one listens to this podcast. Because there's no one. This is, yeah, this is for no one but three of the four people in the room right now. I think that some people listen to it. I think Mary Kate still listens to it. Mary Mary Kate Kate still listens to it. If you're here, if you're out there, yo, girl. And of course. Thanks for listening. More and no offense, but yeah, genuinely no offense, Mary Kate. But my cousin Dave is also a big fan of the podcast. We love you, Dave. Dave Florence, who just got married to a wonderful woman named Erica. I was at their wedding. It was a Dave. it was a beautiful wedding. And Erica, that's yeah, amazing. Dave and Erica, that's what you get for being a fan of the podcast at this point. We will personally shout you out. <laughs> and um, yeah, so okay, so it's Mary Kate, Dave, and Eduardo Torres, who's my friend on Facebook from our podcast geek group, and he listens to the podcast regularly. Heck yes, Eduardo. Eduardo. Yes. Yeah. So, my, All right. if you are listening to the podcast and we didn't just call you out, yeah, let us you know should just that let us know because we are. We'll do it. We'll do it every time. You clearly know that we have like no People actual love- structure to this podcast because it started out as a summer podcast, then became a summer music podcast, then became a music podcast, and is now just calling people who listen to the podcast out. Okay. Well. You're right, but we can still talk about summer. Of course we can. <laughs> it's not it's not too late. No, it's not too late. Wait. What day is it? Uh Is it like Wait, it's not like September 20th, right? I think it's actually the second day of summer. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Like you said. All right. In the intro. Again, I've done a lot of speed and a lot of quaaludes, so I time, am Time is, you know, it's I a am full on like crazy psychedelic middle right now. So it's oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, psychedelic middles, if we're talking about summer music, yeah, um, we're gonna talk about the Beach Boys, <gasps> of course. And I want to and I and I want to talk about you know the head of the Beach Boys, perhaps one of the chief architects of summer music. Uh, his name's Brian Wilson, as yeah. you know. And um, for those of you who don't know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through his bio that I caught on Wikipedia real quick. Um, he was born Breen Wilson. In Auckland, New Zealand, um, he formed the Beach Boys when he was a teenager with his cousins Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Mike Love, and um, and he was like the architect of all the songs. They all did the harmonies that he gave them and such. And um, all the Beach Boys' early hits were written about "All Quiet on the Western Front." Like that was something Brian was really into as a kid, but. Um, Eventually, after they played a few shows, the lyrics all changed to um, songs about girls and beaches. Um, Barbara Ann, originally, was about Brian's mother, who died in World War I. Um, so, yeah, as we all know, uh, uh, the Beach Boys had a string of hits about girls and beaches in the 80s that weren't about Germans dying in World War I. But um, eventually, um, as the mid-60s came along and culture had a sort of unprecedented sea change um 
pop music started to get more cerebral and popular, yeah, popular music got more cerebral, rock music, soul music, all of that did. And in reaction to the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper album, um, an album um, inspired by Bob Dylan giving the Beatles uh, weed and then eventually them doing a shit ton of acid, um, he... In uh, in uh, in turn, wrote a song called "Good Vibrations." Um, he wrote it while I was in the middle of a three-day enlightenment nap. And the good vibrations in question are the gravitational waves created when galaxies interact with each other. A sound so large it can't be heard and not. I'm sorry. I got. I got. Yeah. I got kind of tripped up. You got choked up. Yeah, I did. You, look, you have tears in your eyes. I do. All right. So. Like, first of all, I genuinely love the song Good Vibrations. It might be one of my favorite songs because it's just such a weird, intense song. But um, the story is the good vibrations in question, gravitational waves created when galaxies interact with each other, a sound so large it can't be heard, but it can't not be felt. This was told to him by a fox in a mailman outfit in this dream. Um, Whoa. yeah. Um, and, and as we also know, post good vibrations, the, um, the beach boys had a good working relationship with Charles Manson, Of course, but sometimes these things don't work out, you know, you know, a lot of things didn't work out for Charles Manson. No, but it's like, you know, I mean like, but one of the things that could have worked out was the beach boys and it just, it kind of, yeah, like it kind of fell apart. He could have just been one of the boys. Yeah, could have been one of the Beach Boys. Yeah, but instead, he you chose know. to he chose to you know commit several murders. I uh, well, I mean, suppose you know, of course, he didn't do it by himself. proxy. He had henchmen. Yeah, yeah, like he he didn't commit any murders. You're right. He didn't. Yeah, couldn't get his hands dirty. You just know. saying. So yeah, uh, Dewey Wilson. Um, Good old Dewey. Yep, Dewey Wilson was almost killed by him. Um, as we know, first by a near hit and run, and then second in the summer of 1969 when he thought he would be at Terry Melcher's house. Um, <laughs> and, um, of course, Good Vibrations and a lot of the Beach Boys later stuff, like the, um, the Smile record, uh, Wild Honey, um, all of that was due to him experimenting with LSD and therapy. And uh, he stayed in bed for 15 years to protest the U.S. bombing of Cambodia. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Did he so, go? Did he? What did? How did he go to the bathroom? Um, a series of bedpans. Ooh. Yeah, and I mean, like you know, like he was making enough money off the Beach Boys stuff uh, to be able to do that. But by the end of the '70s, the Beach Boys weren't doing as well as they used to be. Like, I mean, like they pretty much all but ceased to put out new music. They were sort of doing the nostalgia circuit. But then in the '80s, they had a revival. Um, through a song called Kokomo, which is a song Brian did not write. I remember... What? Yeah. I Brian remember Wilson. Kokomo. Yeah, like Kokomo. Kokomo, by the way, was actually, and this is and this is actually 100% true, written by uh, John Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas. What? And then it was kind of just absolutely churned down to the ridiculous level that it was. It's just naming a bunch of Caribbean islands. Right? Also, Kokomo, which is a place <laughs> is that, that a doesn't place? exist. No. Yeah, yeah, that's a. He says he knows of it, but we don't know of he it. He knows of, well, yeah, like he knows of Kokomo and references Jamaica and then a city in Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, good, good rhymes, though. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. Give it to him. Yeah, like Brian. Come uh, on, pretty mama. Yeah, like Brian didn't uh, write Kokomo, but he did get royalties in the version with Muppets. What? Yeah, like they, yeah, like they did a version of Kokomo with Muppets, and he gets royalties off that. Well, that's something. Yeah, it's 
That's the art of that's the art of contract ne- uh, renegotiation. You never think it's going to come down to Muppets when it you know, comes down to your career. You no, know? you never no. think Muppets are going to be. No, well, I mean, like unless you're, what's his face, that guy from Jim Henson. Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Jim, oh right, no right. Not Jim Henson. Well, kind of for him. Jim Henson's Pretty dead. Entirely, I'm just saying that his entire career did sort of come down to Muppets, though. Well, yeah, but he didn't have a career before that. It literally it was a Courtney, do group. not make me read facts about Jim Henson. Uh, you, I learned so much. You know I what? just want to thank Fine. you and all your work. Thank and you. Thank you, Wikipedia. What I love about Wikipedia is that anybody can contribute, so you know you're getting the most updated and factual information. Well, these, like this is factual information. I can tell. That I got from Wikipedia. It was all thoroughly sourced. I, can, I know. I believe There's that every person that There's not one citation needed in this article. Not even too long? Not long enough? Well, yeah, there is like a couple of, you know, like... They give you the broom. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know... Sweep it up, kid. Yeah, like, there wasn't a citation needed, but there was a, this could be shorter. I'm personally grateful for all the things I've learned about Brian Wilson. Yeah, well, Brian Wilson, of course, in the 80s, still stayed reclusive. Um, Didn't tour with the Beach Boys, even though the Beach Boys were doing a lot of touring. Uh, especially with the success of Kokomo. And, of course, uh, perhaps the most famous moment in the Beach Boys' career is when John Stamos sort of joined the band. And, um, yeah, that actually did happen. And, yeah. they, and they were on Full House, too. Yep. It was like a swap. Several times. It was like a swap. Yeah, like he came to... Which, so which hand fed the other on that? Did they guest on Full House and then like were like, hey, you actually are a good singer. Like, come be in a band I with believe us? he played happened? drums. Actually, Did he play drums? Oh yeah, yeah. he I only he, he, sang, he only sang in his own band. Jesse and the Ripper. He's like, if I make it, that. oh yeah. Oh my if God! Every word I ah. say could make you laugh. Courtney, I, I forgot that song existed. <laughs> it's good. We're covering it. Like, Evan, all right. new song to learn. Everybody, the song list. Everybody. Side note. For people of a certain age, there's a like there's like a point you reach where there are songs you hear where it's like, I haven't thought about this song legit in twenty-five years. And I am a man in his late twenties. Yep. Evan, don't laugh that at me. All, that all adds up. Just it is, all that, adds is up. that what it says on your Wikipedia page, Sean? No. I don't have one. We could change at least under that. this alias. We could change that. Um speaking of uh changing yeah, that actually wasn't going to go what? anywhere. Um, <laughs> so, Brian Wilson, little known, recorded an entire album with John Stamos before the rest of the Beach Boys won exclusive property rights to John Stamos. Wow. So there's a whole shelved album with John Stamos. Um, from what I understand, it's mostly about yogurt. I really hope to hear that someday. I hope yeah. they release it. Um, Maybe Jay-Z can get it on that. Get it on Tidal. He seems Jay-Z to get a get lot of artists he on does. Tidal that won't do any other streaming service. I'm just no. saying. And also, um, a lot of artists who are on every other streaming service and not on Tidal, I mean nothing. What? Listen, Don't let Jay-Z hear that. None He's of the people listening. who record so or host this podcast have Tidal, and none of us are very <laughs> impressed with it, but also find its catalog somewhat underwhelming because they can't get rights that other streaming services can. It's better. It's doing better than it was. It's doing better They're than it was, is... and of course the sound quality is better. And of course Neil Young and Prince... New, yeah, oh yeah, no, uh, that's true. Like New uh, England Prince yeah. and Radiohead, right? Those three bands. Well, Radiohead's artists. Ivor Roth too. Oh, I yeah. thought Radiohead was a whatever. But uh, we still Courtney, got Neil Radiohead's Young. A band. <laughs> we still got Neil Young and Prince. No one else has them. 
All right, so anyway, to wrap up on um, Brian, uh, Brian Wilson, he has outlived the majority of the Beach Boys uh, with Mike Love constantly being surrounded by a security team for slash if when assassinated by Brian. So basically, the whole point of this is that Brian Wilson is going to kill Mike Love. Yikes. But they're... General, their contrast and their conflict helped shape the music of summer for generations to come through both songs about girls in bikinis and waves to John Stamos. And sometimes songs about cars. Yeah, sometimes songs about cars, like that one song about cars. Well, actually, you know, I'm going to go and say that they have the one... Regular themed California song about cars, but then they have a Christmas song that's sort of you know about it's about cars? Santa's sleigh, but you know they're talking about it's all souped up. It's it's sort of car lingo. Wait, like wait, what? Run, run. No, wait. What is it? Yeah, no. It's not, not like Run, 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 run Rudolph. Rudolph. That's like what's that? No, no not Run, like, Run Rudolph. What is it? Run, Run Rudolph. Merry Jeannie Smith, Christmas, isn't it? Christmas comes this time each year. Oh. You could be making this up right now, and I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. Way up north where the air gets, oh, my little Saint Nick. That's what it's called. He's my little Saint Nick, little Saint Nick. Yeah, he's a little. Anyway, he's talking about the slate the whole time, whatever. It's kind of like car themed. God, we really went off the rails. There. I really don't like the implication that Santa has to compensate for something by like souping up his sleigh. First of he all. He has to. He's a really cool Santa. They say that he, you know, he has to wear really cool shades. Santa. Or the goggles He's the cool Santa. Is that what you're thinking of? Like, you're thinking of Little Deuce Coop, but you're thinking of Santa? Like, is that what you think it is? Damn it, you're right. Yeah, okay. I just want to get to the bottom of that. Speaking of the bottom of things, we got two more things left to do on this podcast. <gasps> and this is going to be the main event. Evan, you can go ahead and roll in the main event music. There you go. All right, see? we. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I that was it. That was amazing. Um... Each of us, maybe Evan, if he, you know, behaves, are going to name the top, our top five summer songs. Yes! So, Courtney, starting with number five, and we'll go around to each person, what's, what for you is the fifth best song about summer or involved with summer or... All right, you know, if this, this was challenging, this was challenging. But I rose to the challenge. And so I'm going to say number five is a song called Summer Boy mm-hmm. by Lady Gaga. Ooh. And she just says Summer Boy many times. It's mostly just the word Summer Boy, which is... What I, record is that on? That would be on the fame. That okay. would be on her first record. So that's, that's my number five. Would that also technically be the fame monster? Fame monster was actually her second record, Sean. Oh. Okay, it was that's first. It was the word. fame, and then the second was the fame monster. And then the third one. Fame monster was had the bad romance. Born on this it. fame monster. Yes, third one was born this fame monster. Fourth one was uh, Joanne fame monster. Joanne Joanne monster. Yeah, just Joanne monster. Joanne monster, and then um. Oh, you forgot about op, art monster pop. Oh, art monster pop. Yeah. <laughs> pop. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's what it sounds oh. like. Anyway. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Evan, what's your fifth favorite summer song? Um, <laughs> I immediately regret including here. him. He's already laughing. He's already laughing. He laughed as he was getting up. 
Wait, number five? Yeah, number five. Okay. Um, well, there's a great um, kind of experimental noise music song by Finesse um, <laughs> called Endless Summer. Ooh. Endless Summer. Is that one of the like weird ambient ones, or like it's is that kind of, one of the noisy ones? It's uh, it's actually one of the less abrasive noise experimental music kind of tracks that I've checked out. And it has it's got this kind of uh, glitchy sound to it, um, like a radio tuning in and out kind of with with some static, but it's uh, got some kind of major key shit going on like underneath that so it's just sort of like distorted major key shit which which i would say is usually pretty accessible yeah all those descriptions that you said were very accessible thank you yeah all right well that's i actually kind of like that choice all right that kind of throws me for a loop but <laughs> although uh my number five song is a song by brian adams called summer of 69 yes of course. All right, Courtney, what's your number four? My number four, um, by the way, I think that when we were talking about this earlier, Summer in 69 was on my list too. So. Yeah, I feel really bad because I actually did for real write out a list of the songs I chose. Oh, she's like, oh, I feel bad because I was prepared and you were just doing it off the top of your head and so I just took yours. Fair enough. Anyway, my number four, um, let's say that it is Summertime. By um, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. It's a solid choice. All right, Evan, what's your number four? Uh, I think my number four would have to be uh, the song Doin' Time by Sublime, which is like a kind of weird... The thing that Brad Knoll did all the time, which is sort of like rework a song to his own... Oh, Summertime and Living Is that called Doin' Time? I think it's called Doin' Time, I'm pretty sure. Because he kind of ch- he changed it. He like raps kind of his way of doing that. And like, um, and he, yeah, and it's but it's got like this like hip-hop kind of beat to it, sort of. Yeah, I, I think that it's they good. Did, it's it's it just, it, it like totally reminds me of Summer when I was like... Ten or something. When I walked into a room the other day, and the end of that song was playing, where he's like, um, "Evil, I never did tell you that she's evil." And oh there was my like, god! There were five different <laughs> people of different ages and ethnicities all singing along. So I'm just will say this seems like a pretty universal choice. Yeah, I mean, there's something really that part is the best part. There's something supremely accessible about Sublime and kind of summary about like reminds me also of like high summer in high school because ah. like bad fish like people like just were obsessed with Sublime well I went to a college in New Hampshire that was sort of a college for uh, fifth year high school students who smoked way too much weed um, and I heard Sublime every motherfucking day for four solid years the, fan, so the I, fandom, the fandom is the problem. That there's, a, that's the thing. Like, oh my god, it is, but is, it's is fun and cool. But the fandom is tough to to get past. It Slime is. Slime has a has a challenging fandom. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's like it's you know it's vaguely appropriative too. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, like vaguely. Well, sometimes more than others. <laughs> it depends on the song. Sometimes more than others, I think. But yeah. All right. Well, my number four is a song called "Summer of '69." <laughs> but it's um, it's a live version that Brian Adams did from Ottawa in 2003. 
Yeah, that's a great one. I'm familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's different because, like, he starts the song by saying this song is called Summer 69, and then a bunch of Canadians cheer. So that's my number four song. Courtney, what's your number three? My number three is Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. It's totally about being at least partially gay, which is my jam. Wait, is Demi Lovato gay? I think she's one of the bi's. Is that why she calls herself Demi Lovato? Because she's demisexual? Exactly. Ooh. See, I thought it was because we were supposed to ask for the full Lovato. All right, moving on. Oh, yeah. That's right. Borscht Belt Humor. That's what we specialize in. Producer Evan. Evan's third song. What is your number three? Well, I have to say number three would have to be Summer, Summer, Summer... Please don't go. Parentheses. I love you. I love you so. By Dogleg. <laughs> All right. It's a real hit. Evan. From the year 2014. <laughs> All right, Evan, I'm going to give you a pass on number three. <laughs> but I am going to remind everyone. You me on that one. That you're not allowed to write songs. <laughs> For the purpose of including them one. in this list. Oof. In that, Oof. I'm pretty sure no one's ever heard that song yet, but it's happening. <laughs> it's a sleeper hit. It is. The Dark Horse. It is, a, it is a sleeper hit in that it is not conscious. Oof. Oh, I apologize. Oh, I, guys, I so, am sorry. So All right, so my number three song is... Boys of Summer by Don Henley. I actually really love that song. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It's great. Courtney, what's your number two song? All right, I'm going to do it. My number two song, I don't care. Fuck you, Sean. What? Summer of 69. Which version? He got his first real six string. All right, first of all. big, important time. All right, you know what? Now that this song has popped up on this countdown more than twice, um, we have nothing in that song is true. I've heard everything is true. No, actually, no. I absolutely agree yeah. with you. I've read that he was like, uh, you guys, do the math. I definitely wasn't alive in the or summer of 16. Or he was young. He was, but he, he was, was like, like 12, seven, seven or something. <laughs> and he was like, do the math. I wasn't oh, yeah. really old enough. And this song is completely about sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, um, also, Amazing. also, he's Canadian. So he was not at the five and dime. Oh, shoot. He was at the Queen Elizabeth nickel. And the, I don't know, buttons? Like, what do they have? Buttons for dimes? Yep. Yeah. Buttons. All right. That shows, yeah. So, by the way, don't come to this uh, podcast for Canada facts because we're pretty bad at them. Yeah, we don't really don't know anything about Canada. Yeah, aside from uh, knowing Summer 69 came from there. All right, so that's Courtney's number three. That was yeah, number two. Uh, that was my number, number two. two. Yep. All right, so we're jumping back up to number two. All right. Well, the number two spot would have to be taken by the song Summer Baby, Oh Yeah, You Are My Evan, Baby. Evan, 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 <laughs> by, what? By what Spinelli, rule? we're getting right it right Spinelli. now. What rule did I just make? Forthcoming. For number Here three. Heretofore unbeknownst. It'll be the next song of the summer. All right. Admittedly, I didn't say four. anything about unbeknownst songs. So, well, just wait. Just you it's wait. It's known to us. 
in our We've minds. We've known about it for... 45 seconds, at least. Yeah. Maybe more. Even. I'm yeah, pretty sure you've been answering this question for like a minute 30 at this point, so... <laughs> Oops. Yeah. It's high-quality tent. That is... Admittedly, yes. Top, top shelf tent. All right, so my number two. Content, that is. My number two, and again, Dead. this is. This is the tent you need. Again, this is a hundred percent true. It's apparently a song called "Doing Time" by Sublime. Wow. Which I thought was called "Summertime," until Evan showed up and was like, "Hey, man, this song's called Doing Time." And you ironically put it as number one on your list because you hate Sublime. No, I did it as number two. Oh, <laughs> who didn't get number two correct now? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Everybody can't count. Fucking three-pointer because we can't keep three, two, and one correct. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard out there. For a pimp, but also for very white <laughs> for podcast podcasters. podcasters. Yeah. Think of the podcasters. Some of us doing this podcast right now need SPF 50. So good. All right, so number I one. I get to do my number one. Courtney, number one. It's Summer Eleven from Greece. Even though, Heck yeah. Even though Danny Zuko has been me tooed. You know, Danny Zuko should be canceled. The end of the movie is the only flaw. In the in the ideal version, Sandy just never she just never cares about him again. The end of the movie is the flaw. Yeah, the rest of it, like. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Ooh, well, yeah. you know, they actually never did it. So. Well, no, but that also, but that also implies that Danny Zuko was a, you know, vicious yeah, rape you know, monster. you're right. The song is problematic, and I have, I want to have it stricken from the record. And my new favorite, my new number one is the classic standard "Summertime," the jazz standard. You've heard it. It's also sampled. Actually, it's called "Doing Time." <laughs> oh God. It's called Doing Time by Etta James. Doing Time. <laughs> Etta James talks about her dog, Lou. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Lou Lou dog. Don't forget about Lou Dog. <laughs> 40 ounces to freedom. That's my, oh my Etta James gosh. impression. It is not good. Oh my God. I might have forgotten what Ed James sounds like. I really made a mistake. Yeah. Everybody dance to the rhythm again. Okay. Alright, All right. All right. so. Next Bradley duo over here. All right. So apparently yeah, producer Evan is... All right. Fine. I was going to say you sacrificed your number one by rapping <laughs> a verse and a half of doing time, parentheses, summertime by Sublime. Uh, my number one is... It's an easy choice. Um, the song has only made an appearance live... Eight times in the last 20 years. Oh, why did I let him do this? (gasps) I've caught it two out of those eight times. Oh, was it on a donut-themed night? him, the... uh, I know what it is. The the rarest pup of all, Harpua. Harpoo. (laughs) Drinking Harpoo. It's almost right there on our pier. Harpoo. Evan, are you... Evan, are you Kaiser Sozaying your number (laughs) one answer? Um, Harpoo appeared to me twice... And each time was in the summer, the summer of '09, in August. This is so boring. It's back. Yeah, uh, hang on, I gotta take a call. And then oh. at the, during the Baker's yep. Dozen, yeah, uh, I yep. be dead. Sunday 
night. Yeah, no, um, he is still talking about the jam-filled night, yeah. With Harpua on a three-dog night. Harpua with Runaway Jim and another reference to dogs in Golgi apparatus making for a three-dog night. Oh, shoot, Evan, something's going on with the equipment over there. You yeah, Evan, go check that out. All oh, the equipment you is on run. fire right oh, now. No, everything is right really now, bad over there. All pieces of equipment oh, are on gosh, fire. Oh, my gosh, thank God he made it. 17 people have oh, died. Wow. Wait, no, actually, they haven't. All right, Evan got to it in time. Oof, thank gosh. Sweet Jesus. Okay, so Evan's number one song is a trio of songs he saw at Madison Square Garden. No, it was Harpua, but the, you know there was other Harpua? information. It's called Wait. Harpua. It's a dog song. Wait, like, is it actually called Harpua? It really is. You weren't Kaiser Sozaying in your answer? Harpua is a real song. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I I that. regret this whole segment now. Look it up. I've had to hear that story at least. You know what? I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to, you know what, Evan? I'm going to believe you on that. I'm going to believe you 100%. Okay, so then my number one, as we all know, my number one summer song is Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by Mike Myers as Austin Powers featuring Burt Bacharach. Anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show now. Um, And as we do with every show, um, we present a directive to my past self uh, in the year 1998. Uh, Again, because we've recorded God knows how many podcasts. I don't know how many of you released in 2018 and 19. So hard to know. It is. But 1998, Sean, your directive for this episode is, um, hey, get out and and, uh, enjoy some of that summer sun. You know? It'll be a good time. You uh, you spend a, you spend a lot of time indoors, uh, but just you know, go outside, enjoy the summer sun, put on some sunscreen, definitely, um, and also like when you're 25 or so, start using SPF 50, because otherwise you're gonna have a series of summers in a row where you go out to the beach and you burn horribly, and it ruins the rest of your vacation, and you look like a lobster, and you're angry about it. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind for, like, uh, eight years from when you're listening to this. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be our show. Um, Happy summer to all of you. Um, And we'll be back very soon on Burpocalypse Now, a podcast dedicating to podcast with the podcast of podcast. Podcast you. Burpocalypse. All right, and ten more minutes. <laughs> and I was um, so what happened also, and I'm so bummed I didn't. So I decided at the last second to make a joke. Um, I was gonna just start naming a bunch of Will Smith songs after I said, and this would have been so good. But then, but then I thought, no, listen. So. Okay, yeah, so I went from having summertime to Will Smith, uh, Will Smith, and then I was like, Miami, Will Smith, and I was like, getting jiggy with Will Smith, they're like, Wild Wild West, <laughs> Will Smith, oh. and just a bunch, but then you started doing, you did two Summer of 69s, so I thought that was your joke, and I was like, God damn it, Sean took my joke, and then you didn't do it, and I was like, damn it, I should have done my joke, it would have been so good if I just did Will Smith. Fuck. Dude, no, but the Will Smith thing would have been so funny. Yeah. The summertime is perfect. That actually would have been really funny. Can we we record it again? Is that possible? No. You can, can we, well, you can just do my part. It's gotta be in the moment.